Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. You are joining us for a very special series on the podcast. We are diving into the book of Philippians for four weeks. We'll be studying one chapter a week, and this is so that we can know Jesus more and love him more. I am joined by my friend Lana Sullivan from Girl Teach Me, and the two of us are diving into the word together. I am so excited you're joining us, friends. Let's get into it. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy, everybody. It's Stephanie and Lana. We are joining you to talk about Philippians. I'm super excited. If you joined us for the month of September and you wrote out the book of Philippians, now we're going to really dive deeply into the book of Philippians. Each week we'll be focused on one chapter. So today is episode 100 on the podcast, and it is chapter one of Philippians. So exciting. <laughs> so exciting. That's amazing. So, Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. And you've been with me like since the beginning. So Lana and I became like virtual friends um, and just now like real friends <laughs> um, through the podcast and just through Instagram. And she has an amazing ministry, Girl Teach Me, that I want her to share about. So why don't you start by kind of sharing a little bit about yourself for those of my listeners who don't know you yet. And then I can share about myself for the listeners who don't know me yet. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. And wow, congratulations. A hundred. That's amazing. <laughs> that is so many episodes, y'all. Wow. Whew. Okay. So my name is Lana Sullivan. I am married to Matt and I'm about to have my fourth baby. Um, I have two boys and it's going to be two girls and I'm super excited about that. So yeah, um, I just became a realtor, which is kind of random, but nice. I'm a realtor in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I am the founder of Girl Teach Me. And I'm just super, super passionate about women learning how to read their Bibles for it to become accessible to them and just ultimately for them to know and love Jesus more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love your ministry and I love your focus and how you want women to teach other women and to lift other women up and to encourage them and this community over competition. Like we talked about that in our episode on the podcast a while back. And I just really love that. And so it's why it's a perfect partnership having you on today. I'm super excited to talk about Philippians because I feel like the way that you teach about the Bible and talk about it, it is way more approachable for people because it feels overwhelming when you look at this big book and you don't know what the context is or the background and you think, where do I even start? Um, so just a disclaimer for everybody out there, just so you know, <laughs> I'm Catholic and Lana's Protestant, which I think makes this really cool. Because we both love Jesus, we've come together and formed this bond based on our love of Jesus. And it doesn't matter that we're coming from two different perspectives. So we do have different perspectives, yes, but our core belief and loving Jesus and wanting to serve him and know him better through the Bible, that's the same. So that's why we're here. We're talking about Philippians today. So let's dive into chapter one and... Lana, why don't you give us a little background because your Instagram post recently was just so helpful and I feel like I learned things where I thought, okay, I knew the background of Philippians, but there were little tidbits you shared that I learned from. So if you want to start with kind of the background of 
this book, um, the book of Philippians? Yeah, I would love to. So one thing um, I really learned, and I'm just going to give her a plug right from the beginning from Jen Wilkin and Women of the Word, is that we kind of need to know, well, not kind of, we really need to know when we dive into a book, what type of literature we're reading. We need to know who wrote it, who, who they were writing to. And so all of this helps us just not read the word for what we're going through today, but to kind of um, zoom out, if you will, so that we can better zoom in. And so just a little bit about Philippians. It's a letter written by Paul. He wrote it to the church he founded in Philippi. And what's so interesting about this, if you go read Acts 16, which I highly recommend that you do because it gives so much sweet background to Philippians. What's so amazing is that Paul didn't even want to go found the church in Philippi, which is the Macedonian region. He actually wanted to go to Asia and the Lord spoke to him in a dream and kept him from going to Asia. And if you read a lot of missionaries' biographies, they actually wanted to go minister somewhere else. And oftentimes the Lord shut the Lord shut the door to where they actually wanted to go for where he wanted them to go. And that was the case for Paul. So he goes and he founds this church in Philippi, which is actually the first church founded in Europe. And the first person that he speaks to, his first convert, is actually a woman named Lydia. So the first convert's a woman, and women play a really big role in the church of Philippi. Um, he talks about women coming side by side with him in the ministry. And I think that's so interesting that women were important in this church plant. Also, Philippi was a really important place because it was a, a place where Romans went to retire and so it was very Romanized, which made it hard on the Christians there, but it also um, had a really important route that ran through it, and that caused the gospel to go out and explode. So the Lord mm -hmm. knew all of this, and um, I think just knowing this background is like just makes it come to life all the more. It's like you can see these people in your mind, and you and you know that it wasn't easy for them. So all of that, okay, that's my that's my background of Philippians. I love that. Thanks, Lana. That's so good. And I, you also sent me a resource. I forget who it was. I need to go back and look, but it was that chart that is maybe from Google, like a Google image. And mm -hmm. it was each chapter had a different theme and it's all about joy. It's often called the um, joy, book of joy, like the joy epistle. Which is um, perfect which is really for your cool. podcast. It's, yeah. It's like, so perfect when we chose this for our Bible study. I didn't really think about it that much. And then I realized, oh, it's all about joy and rejoicing. And so I was doing some research. And so you sent me this resource. And so chapter one is about joy in living for Christ. Um, chapter two is about joy in serving Christ in unity. Chapter three is about joy in knowing Christ. And then chapter four is about joy in resting in Christ. So each chapter has their own kind of focus. Um, and it's interesting. I was looking at rejoice and joy, those words, they're mentioned a total of 15 times in the book. Hmm. And also Paul mentions our mind and our thoughts 16 times. I thought that was really interesting. And I was also reading about how 
you know, our sense of joy, sometimes we liken it to happiness, but it's not that because happiness is often based on circumstances. And if you look at Paul's circumstances, he was in prison while he was writing this letter to yes, the people. Yes, that's so important. Yeah, yes. he was in prison. So, I mean, I got this book from somebody. I literally don't know who sent it to me. I can't even believe it. I, it was incredible. I got it and it was the perfect timing a few weeks ago so I could review it. It's called Paul for Everyone, The Prison Letters. It's by N.T. Wright. And so the prison letter. So he wrote this letter in prison. And so the point of that is really that God's joy, it just points to the fact that it's not, it doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it's an easy life. It doesn't mean we're free of difficulties because here's Paul rejoicing in prison and obviously being in prison and thinking that you could be killed at any moment for, you know, believing in Jesus. Um, that's not an easy circumstance. And even Paul admits in, in this letter that, you know, it's difficult and that, you know, he might, he doesn't know what's going to happen to him. Um, so it's just a really interesting book to reflect on, especially when we're thinking about joy, because it reminds us that our joy is in Christ. And Paul literally says that to, you know, rejoice in the Lord. It's not based on our circumstances. It's not based on how we feel. Um, I think that's why he also talks about our mind and our thoughts, because we're supposed to renew our mind and just think on the things of heaven and orient our mind that way instead of getting so focused and caught up in what's happening on this earth. So it's just such an incredible book to reflect on. I've just really found a lot of fruit in writing it out too. I think it's just such a really, it's such a cool way, which Lana, you've introduced me to. I've never done this before where I've written out word for word, a whole book in the Bible. And I feel like it helped me study it more and just really soak it in. So I really recommend that to anybody who is maybe trying to memorize some verses or understand a book of the Bible a little better, or just really soak it into your heart. So you really bring it in, like it becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of your daily life. And it's what you go to when you're kind of thinking about a difficult situation and you refer back in your mind to a Bible verse. I mean, that's like the total goal in my life. If I can be in a hard situation and think about something from the Bible and that's my go-to instead of grabbing my phone and, you know, numbing out with social media or something like that. Um, so let's dive into chapter one a little bit. So what was your kind of favorite part, let's say, were there a few verses that you loved or one verse in particular that stood out to you? Yeah, I, I think if I could sum up, um, for some reason, Philippians really spoke to me about sanctification. And, um, mm. and so there's a specific verse that it's verse six. And, and two, um, if you haven't read through Philippians one in a while, you know, we, we're not going to read the whole chapter of Philippians here, but I encourage you maybe pause and listen to it or read it before. So that's this, you know, is making sense to you right now. But, um, verse six says, and I am sure of this. So Paul speaking that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And. Paul seems to be really proud of this church. He is encouraging them, but he's also spurring them on. And so mm -hmm. um, 
what I love about that, and I just want to say this about sanctification because it's it's a really um, it's a Christian word that a lot of people don't understand. But sanctification, there's three parts. There's past, there's present, and there's future. The past sanctification is what Christ did for us. He justified us, what he did on the cross. And then our future sanctification is our glorification. That's what we have to look forward to, that one day we are going to be with Christ and we're going to have new bodies. And Paul is so heavenly minded. He is all about that future sanctification. But we have a present sanctification we get to partner with the Holy Spirit in. And I think so much of Philippians is about joy, it's faith in action, and that is sanctification, that is present um, partnership with the Holy Spirit. And so when, in verse 6, when I see this, he's like, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. I am perfect in Christ, yet I am still being perfected. And um, he's just spurring them on like a good coach, a good pastor. And that's encouraging for me. Like Christ isn't going to let me go and he is going to complete that work in me. Yet I get to partner with him. And it's like my mind can't even fathom that. I love that verse. I thought of choosing that verse too. I'm glad I didn't because I chose a different verse, which spoke to me. But this one I also have underlined in my Bible because this is just one of those really, like you said, encouraging verses that reminds us he's going to complete what he's done. You know, it's going to be completed. Like we just have to keep following the path. He began the good work. We just keep, keep going, keep going. Like, you know, another place in the Bible, I forget where it was. What, where, what, do you know where it is? I run the good race. Um, you um know, it is Paul talking. Yeah. I, yeah, it's Paul, right? I'm going to find It's like I beat later. my body to make um, it my slave. And, and yeah. Yes, yes. Like he's training for a marathon, but he's training yes. for heaven to get to heaven. Um, so, yeah, mm. you're so right. Paul is so heaven minded. And he even says, you know, not to let your body like guide you. You know, you need to be guided by by focusing on heaven. That's later in, in Philippians. So here's what I really loved. Um, in chapter one, verse nine. And this is my prayer that your love may increase ever more and more in knowledge and every kind of perception to discern what is of value so that you may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus for the glory and praise of God. Such a jam-packed verse. So what really stood out to me was that phrase to discern what is of value because I forgot to introduce myself for those of you who don't know me, but what I do is not only just host this podcast, but I help other people launch their own podcast and figure out how to hone their message, how to discern what's of value, how to focus, how to get their message out there so they can build up the kingdom that is my particular passion to help people do that, to help people focus on what really truly matters in this season, because each season of our life is different. And so I help podcasters launch their podcast and really, you know, grow and scale it because I really feel like podcasting is, is a medium to spread the gospel. And so when I read this to discern what is of value, it really stuck out to me like, whoa, okay. 
this is his prayer for us. This is his prayer for the people in Philippi, but this is Paul's prayer for us too, reading it. Um, this is God's hope for us that our love may increase and to discern what's of value. So we, so we can be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So we can get to heaven because everything in heaven is pure and perfect. So I just love this verse so much. Okay, so this reminds me that I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> For those of you that don't know me, I'm the host of this podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy. I also coach podcasters to launch their own podcast and to grow it and scale it. And so if you already have a podcast, I'm still happy to work with you because I love helping people get their message out there, hone in on what really matters because podcasting is a way to spread the gospel. I truly, truly believe that. And so I've also helped moms who don't have a podcast to get focused on what matters in this season of life because each season's different and we all need that support to just be reminded of what matters. And so here Paul's saying it so clearly to discern what is of value. I just think it's so perfect and it just really was something that touched my heart because I'm always trying to work on that and ask myself, what matters? What's of value? What should I be focusing on right now? What does God want me to focus on? How am I going to build up his kingdom? And so I think Paul is really telling us this, our, the reader, you know, us today, here and now. It's not just a letter for the people in Philippi, which is so incredible. When we read the word, it's living, it's breathing. These are you know, living words. And so they can give us life if we let it. Um, so I just love this. This is his prayer for each of us that our love may increase. Who doesn't want that? We want our love to increase. We want to discern what's of value so that we can be pure and blameless. Well, what does that mean? We can be pure and go to heaven because heaven is perfection. Everyone in heaven is pure. They've been purified. They're in heaven with God. They're pure and blameless filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus. So then he's reminding us, wait, wait, it's not through you. Remember, it all comes mm. through Jesus. And this is all for the glory and praise of God. So that reminds me, I love that phrase because it always reminds me, okay, everything we do, it's for the glory and praise of God. Through Christ Jesus, for the glory and praise of God. So this verse really just was like, oh my goodness, I need to go back to this over and over again because there's so much in here that I feel like we could apply to our everyday life. Um, I just love it so much. And it's so amazing as you read the word, say it out loud, you read it on the page, you write it out. It just soaks in and you just, it's just, you know, burst, you burst forth with joy. Like I can't even explain it any other way. But there's something about reading the word, talking about the word, writing the word. I mean, you just feel, you feel so joyful. You feel so filled up. I'm sure you feel that way too, Lana. And I think, I think that's the point. God wants us to feel that way. He wants us to be filled with his joy. You know, it's not something we create. He gives it to us. Um, so is there anything else you want to close with before we wrap up chapter one? Oh man, that's, 
That's so good. And that part that you just said, yes, that's a sweet prayer we can put in our back pocket. Just even when we're writing notes to our friends or sending a text, um, sometimes we don't have the words. And I think that his words for the Philippians, you can just tell how much he cares about them and um, what powerful, powerful words to speak over those we love. And so I'm just mm-hmm. going to put that in my back pocket to um, speak, speak God's word over those I love. So yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. much what I've got for chapter one. I love it. Perfect. Short and sweet. And we'll meet you all back here. Same place next week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to 500 Seconds to Joy and a very special series on the podcast where Lana from Girl Teach Me and I are really diving into the book of Philippians. Join us next week for the next chapter, and I hope you really dive into your word today and be blessed, friend. Bye for now.